to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. My name is Eric. My name is Kathleen. How's it going? Not bad, you? I'm doing all right. All right. Second episode. Woo! Yeah. This is no longer our first rodeo. No, it's Woo-hoo. our second. It is. Well, I guess technically it wasn't my first rodeo at all. Well. Technically not, uh, not yours either. No. You've been a frequent guest on the Gutter Trash Show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, here we are without our... Without our uh, net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason's our net. <laughs> yeah. He is, uh, he is full of safe. He is. Mm-hmm. He bought me milk last night. <laughs> Skim, 2%, Skim. 1%. Skim. Skim. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't do it. It's for cereal. I don't mind uh, it. Still can't do it for cereal. Yeah, I can do it for cereal. It's, uh, it, uh, still tastes and looks too much like blue water to, uh... <laughs> it does look like blue water. <laughs> to be anywhere close to appetizing. Mm. I do 1%. Yeah. 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 For Oreo dipping, though, it's gotta be vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like straight from the teat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about buttermilk? I've never had it. It's fucking horrifying. Already? Yeah. Sounds like something <clears throat> that would be the most delicious thing on earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And then I recently learned why. Okay. It's the crud they scrape off the top when they make butter. Yeah. It's butter crud. I don't like butter as it is anyway. Really? Yeah. I'm, um, I've never been a, a butter guy. I don't <laughs> like it on toast. Uh... I, I like grilled cheese sandwiches, but I, I really, it took a lot for me to get past the fact that you have to put butter on it in order to do that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, That's a quirk. Like, if somebody ever asked you for a list of quirks, you uh-huh. have to put that on there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, I know you have to use it for cooking, and mm-hmm. I do when I'm, whenever I cook. I don't cook a lot, but, you know, uh, I realize that it is a vital component mm-hmm. to a lot of things. And I'm, I'm fine with it, like melted like that. But right. but, uh, but like yeah, but like like taking like margarine or butter and like putting it on pancakes mm. or toast, just where you're, where you're done with the cooking process, and it is at the point where it's now just uh, like a garnish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can do without that. Well, I am the complete opposite of that. You see all those things where people, like, win money by eating, you know, ten sticks of butter or something? And my reaction is, I don't understand why that's a big deal. (laughs) At all. Uh, Yeah, I could not do that. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, I don't think if if someone came up to me and just said, hey, here's a million dollars if you eat, you know, a a stick of butter. (laughs) A stick of butter. (laughs) I would uh, not do it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Could not do it. Whenever I go to Waffle House, I have to specifically tell them multiple times because they will always get it wrong. Dry toast. Huh? Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. For the listener who may have never been to a Waffle House, Mm -hmm. if you watch them uh, cook, uh, they make the toast and they take, like, a giant, like, machete and, like, dip it in butter. And then just sort of wipe it off on the bread. 
<laughs> wow. And it sickens me. <laughs> I really want Waffle House, though. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Seanborn. Firm anti-stand fun butter. Yep. <laughs> Good to know. I have opened myself a little bit to right, it. Right, right. Uh, like, uh, I will, uh, uh, <laughs> on the cob. Uh, like, my mom will, like, make a tray that has, like, melted butter at the bottom of it and, you know, roll it in that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've grown to accept that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, perhaps over some lobster, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that... About, oh, you don't eat popcorn either? And, uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah, even when I did eat popcorn, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do the butter on it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> you, okay, you be the concession guy and ask me if I want... Or butter on my popcorn. Would you like uh, butter flavored or topping? What am I, a fucking communist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, uh, uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I did used to work at a movie theater. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, uh, whenever I had to, like, the, the exact term that we had to say was, would you like butter flavored topping? <laughs> <laughs> because it is not. There is no butter, butter anywhere near yeah. that topping. <laughs> Uh, and it is this thick goo that you pour out of a, a bottle. And oh, it does come. I figured it came out of a bag, honestly. No, yeah. It bottles yeah. the stuff up for me. It is a bottle. <laughs> uh, and it is, uh, yeah, you pour it in a heating pan, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little mechanized straw that, uh, you know, so that when you hit the button, it pours right. over the popcorn. Uh, and then at the end of the night, you put the rest of that butter back in the bucket. So there's no food in it either. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. But the, the response I would usually get was, what do you mean flavored topping? Really? People caught it? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. And they would say no, because it wasn't real butter. <laughs> wow. Yep. And, of course, this is 10 years ago, whatever, uh, 14 years ago. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously, I don't buy popcorn when I go to a movie nowadays. Right. So I've never actually heard the spiel that they say. I think I go to the Regal a lot, and I think they just they just say butter. Oh, okay. And I say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've opened the podcast by talking about butter for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I know you don't listen, and uh, but but the most recent episode of the Viewmasters that Joe Gurnanwald and I recorded, uh, the entire twenty minutes was me bitching about ordering stupidly named things at restaurants. <laughs> so, and, and that is a show that actually has a focus, right? You know, right. and is only like twenty minutes long. Nice, very nice. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> we're just building up to to something, right? Yeah. And, like, the whole purpose of this show is just uh, loose and then, you know, uh, loosey-goosey. Keeping and, it loose. Uh, top of the head and just uh, just uh, going with the flow. Awesome. This is uh, this is uh, everything that uh, gutter trash usually tends to be, although without the, the one particular topic that we are supposed to be talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've just gotten rid of the topic portion. <laughs> Fantastic. Stim Sixty Podcast, episode two. Butter. 
<laughs> Paid for by the United Dairy Association. <laughs> it wasn't. I probably shouldn't even joke about that. Because you know, you never know if gonna butter rep is going <laughs> to listen to this stupid sexy podcast. <laughs> oh, if they are, they're going to be sorely disappointed after uh, this, this 10 minutes or so. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're a well-balanced representation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what, what do you want to get into here first? I mean, there's the big one. Alrighty. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. The Walking Dead? Uh, well, definitely want to talk about that. Oh. But that wasn't we... the big one. Are we talking? The big internet this week. This week? This past week. Okay. Is it? Is it still the Star Wars thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I seriously think more people are still bitching about that than the election. Okay. Yeah. I really do. Not necessarily bitching. There's a good section of bitchers and just an infinite selection of postulators. I might have just made that word up. I'm good with it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, yeah, Walking Dead, dude. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and do the Star Wars thing, right. I guess. Uh, and you, not a Star Wars fan, not uh, one bit. Do you hate it? Do you actively hate it, or do you just not like it? I have grown to actively hate it, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it used to be I just didn't like it, right? Uh, and I think that pretty much just comes down to the fans. Uh, the, this is definitely a thing where, uh, the, f- I probably hate the fandom of Star Wars more than I actually even think about Star Wars. Right. Like, like on a day-to-day basis, like I probably am just sort of completely neutral about Star Wars. Right. Uh, but, but then when you see things like what happened this past week, uh, and the reactions of people online, like, right. then you just sort of lump it all together. Right. Um, I mean... It's like me and the Grateful Dead, by the way. Okay. I have no feelings for the Grateful Dead. Don't really give a shit. Right. Fucking hate hippies. Uh, Then I guess I feel the exact same way about them, too. So. Uh, Because, yeah, I don't think I've even thought about the Grateful Dead until you (laughs) just now mentioned it. But, uh, yeah, the hippies. For me, it's fish. That's Uh, the association uh. that I make. Uh, you know, of jam bands and their fans. Right. Uh, mostly because I have had a a horrible first person encounter. I was married to a deadhead. Uh, did, yeah. did he follow them around? No, no. He had seen them like six times, uh, but okay. probably didn't travel more than a state to okay. do so. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, when I when I worked at a hotel, uh, you know, I worked there the the night shift, so basically like eleven p.m. to seven a.m. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and there was a uh, fish concert at the Nutter Center, uh-huh. and my hotel was right across the street. Oh God! Uh, and of course, my thing was that uh, all you fucking assholes live in Yellow Springs. Just go home. It is a mile down the road. Just go fucking home. Uh, but they didn't. They mm-hmm. came to stay at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And we're just dirty hippies and drunk and high. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to use the pool uh, at, like, midnight, which we usually closed it at, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because there was 
a teeming mass of them. Uh-huh. We, we allowed them, and I and I I usually worked there alone at nights, but that night we like I had another guy with me. Wow! So that he could sort of handle security. He was a hippie handler. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and then, but like. <laughs> And the joke was that, you know, we should just lock him in the pool and throw a bar of soap in there. Uh, <laughs> Easy yet funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a good thing that came out of it. Uh, topless women. Uh, the, yeah, there was that. Uh-huh. But, but uh, topless hippies is not the same as uh, a regular topless woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a traitor to my gender by agreeing, but yeah. I do. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I was 17, 18 at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and the morning after, there were 40 cases of beer just left in varying <laughs> hotel rooms. Nice! And, uh, so me and, like, three other people split them up. Nice! <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and at one point, I had, uh, walked into the back because we had to do our own laundry there. Oh, and, oh, wow. Yeah, it sucked. But uh, I walked into the back, and when I came back out, there's the box of ho-hos sitting on the counter. <laughs> 20 miles away, there's a sad hippie saying, Quit fucking with you with you guys. We're my ho-hos. <laughs> my fucking ho-hos. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> Dude, put in that new string cheese incident. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you care about this merger, this sale? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Are you interested in giving it another try? Not really. Yeah. Uh, I mean. What if, say, Guillermo del Toro comes on board? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it all would depend on, on who's directing it. That mm. would uh, get me to, to make a decision one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but it would have to be someone that I've seen every one of their movies. Right. You know, and right. That, that I am actively interested in seeing anything that they do. Right. Uh, but I think if it's just, you know, someone, you know, directing it. Some then, dude. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I can't imagine in any way, shape, or form, that they would actually get a director who has a singular vision for anything that they do, because it's Star Wars. See, and that's why Guillermo del Toro would never be one of my picks. Um, love him. Oh, yeah. think he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Makes beautiful movies. Yeah. Would not make a good Star Wars movie. Nope. Unless it was maybe um, a Vader story, or have you read the um, well, no, <laughs> the uh, the new book that's out that I really should have looked up the name of the title first before we started recording. Um, we have uh, internet devices we do. all it's around the us. Book <laughs> we have like nine internet devices. <laughs> it's the origin of the Jedi comic story. Okay, that I think. Del Toro, that is kind of like hit totally his bag. Right. Um, but other than that, eh, eh. Yeah, and, and like 
Yeah, I, like I, I don't see someone like Del Toro ever doing anything related to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all the wish lists that I've seen, mm-hmm. they're all people who, you know, have their own visual style and their own mm-hmm. sort of takes on what they do. And, and, you know, very, they make signature movies, basically. Right. And I think with Star Wars, it is such a, a brand uh-huh. That you oh, yeah. really can't like, like not even <clears throat> Dawn mean, of the Jedi. Okay, uh, <laughs> and, and then like it's a thing like that where like you know because Del Toro was attached to the Hobbit for like oh, a very long right. time. That's right. And also, it, instantly, I think would have been terrible. But sorry, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that's the exact point I'm trying to make. Yeah. There is that you know I, I don't think that's a right fit for him. No. And because, because I mean, those are Peter Jackson's movies. Yeah. And while those two have a similar sensibility, you know, I think it's, you know, that's definitely Jackson's domain. Mm-hmm. And I think any director on The Hobbit other than him would probably have been a poor choice. Mm-hmm. Unless it was just someone who was going to adhere to what is already established. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Del Toro would have done that. No. And Nor should he have. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. Uh, with Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I think <clears throat> between everything that's out there, it is just going to have to be just sort of a, a no-name director. Eh, not maybe a no-name, but someone who just sort of makes movies. Right. And... <clears throat> there aren't many of those. Uh, there are, actually. It's just that we don't know their names. <laughs> you raise a very good point. Yeah. Uh, because the ones whose names we know are the ones who you know, right. make a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will maybe get a lot of flack for this, but I think Steven Spielberg would be perfect for it. You will not get a lot of flack. A million nerd boners would agree. But uh-huh. I think as of yesterday, he was like, nah. no. Yeah, I read that he yeah. would not do it. But I, the reason I say that is because I find him to be incredibly generic. Yeah. He makes good movies. Very successful at being generic. Very successful. Yeah. He makes good movies, or he can make good mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. but I don't think any of them are anything that you can point to and say, that's Spielberg, other than his name is attached. Mm, I don't know. The things that <clears throat> are Spielberg to me is you cry at least once in the movie. <laughs> There's a kid, uh, and it's very safe. Mm. It's very emotional, but it's very safe filmmaking. Right. I'm trying to think of Schindler's List applies, because that's kind of his... That's sort of him stretching his boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has done that before. Yeah. But uh, obviously his most successful movies are the ones where they, they are... He's being filled. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just making a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Having fun. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he likes his job. And, yeah. And you, know, you can't deny his uh, success. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and certainly... It's a generic stamp, but he has put his stamp on things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, I'm probably not going to see many of his movies ever. Really? Uh, but, you know, the guy also has a free pass because Tiny Toons. <laughs> yeah, good call. Very good call. Animaniacs. Animaniacs, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny Dunes and Animaniacs. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I see peace psychiatrist once a work, by the way. Who? Peace psychiatrist. Oh. <laughs> I don't need a peace psychiatrist. <laughs> once a week, at least. Bare minimum. I do work, I feel, right, yeah. I work in a mental health facility, so. So you get to say that. I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whereas if I said it at work, it would just be weird. <laughs> it would indicate that, in fact, you probably do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so Star Wars, you know, like, like uh, my history with it is that, like, you know, like, as a kid, I was obsessed with it, even though Were I you? never saw any of the movies. Really? As a kid, you never saw them? Uh, I... I attempted to watch the first one numerous times right. and always fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, I did see Return of the Jedi in the theater with my mm -hmm. mom when mm -hmm. it came out. Uh, that is the only one that I ever saw. Mm -hmm. uh, never saw Empire. I didn't see Empire until I was an early teenager. Yeah. It never... Like, we we had 32 cable channels. Right. And it just... Ne it was always a new hope right. that was being shown on TV. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when we, we used to have HBO, it would be on a lot, and, yeah. you know, I would make every attempt to try to watch it, and always fall asleep. Mm -hmm. I think I would uh, usually make it to, like, the... the uh, uh, Did you make it to the Death Star? Uh, the, the only scene that I can remember ever making it to was, was the, uh, the trash scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... And so I never saw it all the way through until I was, like, 16, maybe? Yeah. Whenever they started doing the re-releases. Uh, just because I worked at the theater when those came out. Right. And so, like, all of us at the theater, like, got to watch it before it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we did that for each one. So, like, that's the first time that I ever saw Empire. And it's the first time that I ever saw Return, like, since that right. time that I went with my mom. Mm -hmm. So... Like, you know, I mean, just as a little kid, you're just sort of, you know, it's it's guns and robots and monsters mm -hmm. and everybody you know has the toys. Right. So you just sort of get swept up into it. Yeah. But, like, that's as far as the nostalgia goes for me. Yeah. And so then seeing them again as a teenager is like, oh, you know, it's, it's neat. And, you know, like, hey, he went back in and changed them. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> which, for me... You don't like, care. I don't care because, like, I don't remember right. that Han didn't shoot first. Right. You know. <laughs> and he then, did, by the way. Well, I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. No. You, you are perfectly justified okay, to you. emphasize that okay. Han did shoot first. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I just don't remember that because, like, that was a little. Right. And, right. Uh, and I agree. That he should have shot first. Yes. Throughout. Right. Because uh, that makes him a better character. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> the equivalent... Oh, let me just say it. Let me just say it. I'm sorry, because I know this is the most beaten horse in nerddom. The equivalent of Han shooting second is the equivalent of taking all the guns out of E.T. Yep. And there, I'm done. Please continue. And going back to Spielberg for a second, mm -hmm. regrets that decision. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fixed it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that could bring us off into a whole other thing mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, maybe kids' movies should be a little scary. 
I it yeah. should be a little more mature and adults than I would say modern kids movies. We can digress on that. Um, I do just want to say before we move off of Star Wars that I it makes me respect and maybe even fear a little the original minds behind all that that they could suck you into it with the toys right. and all that without ever really even caring about the movie. Oh yeah. I mean, they were fucking cool toys, but did I think they were cool toys because I love the movies? I don't know. Right. And also, there was a certain nostalgia tied to those. Same with um, Wizard of Oz and 77 Superman. Like, they were right, on yeah. once a year. Yeah. And you got to stay up late and eat a root beer float with your mom and dad. Maybe it wasn't a root beer float in your household. Um, actually, it was red cream soda. Bark's red cream soda. Yeah. But you got to stay up till 11 o'clock at night and yeah. watch those movies with your family. Right. And that, for me, is probably a big weight on why I love those movies so much. Right. And, you know, and, and, like, I certainly don't think they're bad movies. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that love of them that right. everyone else in my age range does. Right. Uh, and so then, you know, when they started doing the, the prequel trilogy... Like, I saw Phantom Menace because I was swept up in the hype. Right. And just sort of that, you know, oh, I'm supposed to love Star Wars. Right. Of course I'm going to go see this movie. <laughs> and Darth Maul looks like a fucking badass. Yeah. And so I went and hated it. I came out of that theater and didn't say a word. And I noticed other people weren't saying many words either because people, I think the collective hive mind was like, okay, that was really bad, but am I allowed to say that that was really bad? Right. Like, are other people thinking that it was bad, too? <laughs> it, I mean... That was really bad. It was really bad. And, <laughs> like, for me, because I don't have that nostalgia connection, though, to yeah. the original... You were like, that was a fucking piece of shit! Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, like, it's one of those things where, like, if, if I hadn't been coming from that angle, I'd be like, well, maybe people are just hating it because it didn't live up to their expectations of it. Yeah. But, but from my Deep. point of view, it just wasn't good. Yeah. And so I didn't see any of the other ones. Like, I saw Phantom Menace the once, and then right. I never saw the other two. Uh, I did, because <clears throat> I just kept thinking. Maybe I'll get better. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that is, I think, what every fan did. Mm-hmm. And there are people who hated it who saw it multiple times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's not a kind of thinking that I like to engage right, in. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a friend who hated that first one uh-huh. and went to see the, the other two. Yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> Bought my tickets in advance. Yeah. Also. Yeah. For the, yeah. And, uh, but, like, the, the weekend after he saw uh, the second one was Attack of the Clones. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, he and I were talking, and he was talking about what a piece of shit movie that was. Uh-huh. And then he sort of just enacted the uh, the entire movie for me in, like, 20 minutes. Right. And it was the most entertaining thing that I've ever seen in my life. Right. And so that That's is my experience on the prequel. of yeah. uh, Attack of the Clones. I have no recollection of Attack of the Clones at all. Like, I don't remember <clears throat> anything about that one. I might not even remember some of Amidala's costumes, because I will say that the costume designer of those movies did a fantastic job. But um, I defended Revenge of the Sith up until about maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. I only saw it the one time in the theater, but when people would talk about how shitty the movies were, I would 
oh, friendship sip was good, right? Right? And you're like, no. And it's whatever. I think that one was awesome. And then I bought it at GameSwap. <laughs> I'm sorry sometimes that we don't do a video podcast. Because let me see if I can try and recreate my face through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you're maybe making... a little more frowny. Maybe more like. Yeah. Uh, you're making the face of someone who uh, has just had uh, something uh, shit in front of it. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I defended it for so many years. And I was like, no. <laughs> this one isn't good either. I do. I like the Order 66 sequence. I think that was great filmmaking. That was George Lucas not pussing out and murdering a bunch of children. And right. it was shot well and edited well. And a really important part of the mythology. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, when, when it comes to the new ones coming out, I just... Yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing about it that is going to get me interested in it. Uh, you know, and... and uh, you know, yeah, I, I, to this day, like, you know, nobody ever asks me, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, they're kids' movies. They uh, are. Especially the first three. Yeah. You know, and, and so the people who, who still hold, like, so much love for those three and then so much vile for, for the other three and just want to spend their entire lives just bitching about it. Right. You know, it's like, grow up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I feel kind of bad bitching about it right now. But you're also not being so knee-jerk and overreactive about it like no. I've seen. No, no, no. You, I don't you, feel betrayed by George Lucas. Exactly. I just think, unfortunately, he made three not very good movies. Right. The end. Yeah. yeah. I gotta quit saying the end, but... Yeah, you know. Uh, it has not affected the way I live my life. Exactly. Yeah. And it has other people. And <laughs> yeah. those people... I need to get life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So when the news came and I saw everybody just bitching about, you know, Lucas, you know, selling. Uh, well, he sold Lucasfilm. Yeah. So which not just includes Star Wars, but includes everything. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> he, you know, he's got the the. Uh, I mean, it's his rights. He, he's he's a businessman first and foremost. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not a great director <laughs> ever in the first place. <laughs> he. Uh, no, I'm, I will disagree because I love THX 1138. Yeah, I love that movie. Okay, he was once an okay director mm-hmm. who turned into just a businessman, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine. Um. Uh, and so, yeah, so, you know, why wouldn't he sell Lucasfilm? For if, $4.9 billion. Right. Dollars. Like, especially, that's pretend money. It's so much money. Yeah. Especially when, <laughs> you know, for years he's been saying how he wants to retire. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, do it. Because mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars has grown into a brand where it's not even, like, his own vision anymore either. No. You know, he just wants... Like, he can say it's his vision. He can say that, you know, well, this is the way I always intended it. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's just doing it to make money. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't disrespect him of that. No, yeah. yeah. 
That's that's what this country is founded on. America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and then the fact that he then turns around and then gives all that money to a charity. Uh, everyone bitching about it can go shut the suck fuck up. Suck a dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> go suck a dick, you guys. For real. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just turned off one of our four listeners. <laughs> yeah, uh, who cares? I don't really care. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's it's it's you know it's his decision. It's his life. It's his business. Mm-hmm. He can do with it what he wants. He's making the world a better place by right. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. End result. Yeah. <laughs> My vagina hurts because <laughs> George Lucas did the right thing. <laughs> But even if you remove that fact, which you never should, because right. made the world a better place. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but even if you take that away, you know, it's still, it's not going to hurt anything. No. You know. How could it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, your 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 original trilogy is still out there to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you if, especially if you know where to look, mm-hmm. uh, you you can get the original unedited version of it. Mm-hmm. If uh, the slightly edited version of it is your thing, it's out there, too. Mm-hmm. The prequel trilogy, if you like it, it's out there. Cartoons, books, comics, toys, they're all out there. Uh, and you just said something else. If you like the prequel movies, I don't think you're stupid. No. I don't think you're stupid if you like... I have seen people get berated. Because they like a thing? Yeah. I think that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a good movie. Awesome. And I think it is no better or worse than any of the other Indiana Jones movies. I respect you for committing that to record. Oh, I've, I've committed it to record numerous times. <laughs> right? Uh, your 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 fella disagrees with me greatly. Vehemently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I is. don't see him get upset about movies very often, and he gets upset about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's wrong. <laughs> Because <laughs> it is no different than any of the other Indiana Jones right? movies. Ludicrous, preposterous. Yep. Fun action sequences. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I have never seen an Indiana Jones movie in its entirety. So. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay too. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um. So yeah. So yeah, Star Wars, George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, Good on you, Georgie boy. Oh, yeah. You know, go for it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it said that he wants to make these small movies that may never, ever get seen by anyone. And, uh, you know, he's, he's what, in his 60s at this point? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, least, yeah. And uh, he, he, you know, other than the $4 billion that he just gave away, I'm pretty sure that he has plenty to tide him over <laughs> cool. through the rest yeah. of his life. He's not going to have to eat ramen or anything right, yeah. like that. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, if he wants to, you know, start becoming an artist, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and doing... I mean, like, where would he be if he had con- had continued to make movies like THX 1138? Right. He'd probably be an incredibly well-respected director, but, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not so much of a success. Right. And probably wouldn't have, I mean, whatever you think of his movies, revolutionized movies. Oh, yeah. 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 And the, I mean, the way we watch them and the way they're made, yeah. like the the technical, the technical, yeah, yeah the special effects, sound design. We would never have had Jurassic Park. Yeah. No. Everything about movies now 
is thanks to George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. Whether you like them or not, Mm -hmm. you have to give them props on that. Uh Uh, So, yeah. So, I mean, sure, he's not uh, the world's greatest director. But, uh, you know, yeah, as I said, he's a very rich man. He revolutionized how we view entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, if he decides now that he wants to see uh, what he can do as an artist... Good for him. Yep. yep. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so, so that's awesome. Star Wars. Can we take a quick break before we move on to the couple more depressing topics? Sure. Sure. Awesome. All right. Awesome. We'll, we'll uh, go do that. We'll go have a cigarette. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'll get some water. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'll just sit here and tell you all about what we're doing. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm an idiot. We'll be back. Hey, now don't miss out on what you pass and you're missing the hooter of the funky Buddha. Where I'm coming from when you're up on a hill in your big home I'm out here, it's 
get my dough Just for a bucket or a fast ducket Just to stay alive, yeah, we gotta say fuck it Here's something you can't understand How I could just kill a man Here's something you can't understand How I could just kill a man Here's something you can't understand How I could just kill a man Here's something you can't understand Here's something you can't understand How I could just kill a man something you can't understand how I could just kill a man here is something you can't understand how I could just kill a man here is something you can't understand here is something you can't understand how I could just kill a man here is something you Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. And <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fix it in post. Nice. That's a fun <laughs> thing to say. It is. Uh, especially for an idiot like me who, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have anything to ever fix. Oh, well, that's not true. Everything about my life could use some fixing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just too lazy to ever bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so do you want to talk about the election now? No, I'm okay. so incredibly good. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. I will admit that Twitter was pretty fun that night, just because there was a lot of funny stuff going on. Right. I did lose some followers retweeting the funny things I was reading about the election, but yeah. I don't really care, so. I... I don't know how to use social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Facebook and a Twitter and a Tumblr. I have like six Twitters, and I don't mm. know how to use any of them. I need to log on to the stupid, sexy Twitter. Yeah, and and get some tweets and yeah. stuff going. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was on fucking fire this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> I do... I, I'm a miserable guy. Uh, and, and left to my own devices and, and that sort of, of uh, arena, I would probably only post stuff about pitying myself <laughs> and my misery. Uh, <laughs> and it comes through occasionally. Mm-hmm. But but I do tend to look at all that stuff as if uh, I should try to be as funny as possible. Right. Or, or at least as entertaining as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the same time. I mean, there are comedians that have made entire careers on that. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Rob Delaney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I certainly don't think that I'm a comedian of any kind. But, uh, I You're can, funny. I can be hilarious mm-hmm. at times. Uh, and I also use it to, you know, post artwork and stuff like right. that. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I was fucking gold this past week. (laughs) (laughs) You were social media gold. Yeah. And got very little appreciation for it. That's, that's my frustration with social media. Yeah. I think it's just like being, finger quote, famous anywhere else. It's, a big part of it is kind of luck. Like, you can be as funny as... You can be the funniest person 
you know, you can make the funniest statement of the night, but unless the right person retweets you, right, six people are gonna know it, right? Yeah, and I mean, like I have like a hundred and twenty some followers mm -hmm. around that consistently, mm -hmm. losing some occasionally right. and then picking some others up, mm -hmm. but like generally, like. You know, I don't know most of them, obviously. Right. Uh, but, like, you know, like, I know you mm -hmm. and, um, you know, our friends Joe and Jenny and uh, Kurt, Kurt and his wife. Uh, oh, I follow his wife. Yeah. I should do that. I wonder if that'd be weird. Uh, I thought it would be weird that I was following her, but uh -huh. so it seems to be working out all, all right. right. Cool, cool. Uh, so, like, when, when... So, basically, whenever I get a retweet or, like, response from, from any of those people, mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm okay with that. Right. Like, like, I don't need, you know, random right. web comic creator to retweet me about something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, like when my friends do, then I'm, that's, that's pretty much all I want. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say this, like, of the 120-some followers, they're all people. Like, yeah. I don't have a bot. Anywhere because I I block them exactly yeah yeah because I have so few followers <laughs> that I can actually do that right uh, <laughs> uh, uh but so yeah so so the fact that like you know like you know Joe or, or like you know Kurt would respond to like some of the stuff that I was you know tweeting or mm -hmm. posting was 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 a good ego boost right but but I was man I was good <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, and then, what was it? It was Thursday night. Uh, you, you wouldn't have seen this because no. you, you, uh, you did a thing. I did a thing. I did a lot of things that day. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I did not do anything that day, so I decided to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Did you live tweet? I live tweeted it. And, uh, that's the only worthwhile thing that came out of watching that movie. <laughs> what was it? It was called Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> like, my, my very, like, like, I decided that, you yeah, know, what the hell, I'm going to live tweet this, mm -hmm. and I posted, I'm going to tweet about this movie. Mm -hmm. And my very first, uh, tweet post that was, uh, this movie wants so hard to be a Cronenberg movie. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much sets the tone for the rest of it. Uh, it is trying so hard to be a whole bunch of other better movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was mostly just a pretentious piece of shit. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, so, rough, uh, you know, summary is, uh, avoid that movie. I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no need to scroll back through the feed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can do that, because yeah. well, I'm funny. You funny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should have hashtagged him, but, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, you totally should have. You didn't. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, yeah, I'm not good at this. Yeah. Man. I don't know how to hashtag things. Uh, it's weird because, uh, like, you know, uh, our, our mutual boyfriend, Jason. Right. Uh, <laughs> Eric has, has custody on Saturdays. <laughs> I have custody on Fridays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we overlap. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he has uh, a website that I had to set up for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what Papa's website would look like? Like, it would have a rainbow cursor, and, <laughs> like, it would be on Angel Fire. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just wouldn't have one. It would be in Comic Sans. Yeah. Uh, 
I set up a website for him. That was so weird. He can, was very yeah, yeah. So he can, you know, post his artwork. Because uh, he should have his artwork out there for people to see. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I had to train him on how to use it. And I told him, you know, from the get-go, like, <laughs> what you should do is whatever you post, put tags yeah. in it. Uh, you know, just whatever it is, you know, like, you know, just as simple as art, mm-hmm. comics, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, put tags in it. And it took him a while, but he eventually started doing it. And then, like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, he told me that he wound up selling a piece of art. Yeah, there uh, were them. To someone from Germany. Munich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who only found them because they were doing a search and it came up because mm-hmm. he tagged it. Yeah. And so he, he now knows the uh, the value of tags. <laughs> the value of the tag. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anywho. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're not gonna talk about political stuff. No. Uh, but uh, the other big event of the week, though, was of course uh, The Walking Dead. Oh. Uh, um, the the new season started last month. I think after shortly after we did our first episode, yeah, um, and I at that point hadn't even watched season two yet, mm-hmm. uh, so I caught up with that a couple weeks ago, uh, and then like the new season started, and like I just forgot to watch them, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> when this last episode, the the as of this recording, uh-huh. uh huh, episode four uh, of The Walking Dead, did you manage to not get spoiled? I managed to not get spoiled. Because uh, cause I'm, I'm pretty good at being able to, to avoid stuff like that. Right. Uh, for the most part. Right. But I could tell that this was a thing that uh, I was not going to be able to, to keep a lid on it no. for too long. Uh, uh, so so I knew that I, I should probably do my best to, to yeah. make sure that in the next day or two, catch up completely. Mm-hmm. Luckily, only four episodes. Mm-hmm. Easy to do. Right. And over two nights, I did it. Uh, so, so yeah, so I, I have caught up completely to, to the most recent episode, which, which had some things happen. Oh my God. And as someone who has not read the comics, I, and I know that you did, yeah. I want to know where the parallels are right now between the two. Like, okay. Did you see it coming? Did you know it was eventually going to happen? Yes. Okay. Um, I, let's, before we get into okay, this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil this. Okay, fair enough. Because I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Fair enough. Uh, This is a rare choice for you. Yeah. Uh, Well, my theory on on stuff like this Mm -hmm. is because it is currently airing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It hasn't been a week yet, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And honestly, like, my theory with that is that, you know, uh... People should wait a month until after the DVD comes out to even begin to spoil anything that happens in that season. Because, uh, I mean... I don't know if I agree with you, but I know I'm not going to come to a conclusion during the recording of this podcast, so please continue. Well, <laughs> let me let me put my argument for that forward. Uh-huh. Uh, not everybody has cable. This is true. Not everybody downloads stuff off the internet. Not everybody has Hulu. Uh, the you know some people don't get to see it until it actually comes out That's on true. home video or Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know some people have to wait nine months to see that. 
Mm. And uh, you know, maybe they're not going to watch an episode a night. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or three or four. Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't do that. <laughs> no, I didn't watch nine seasons and two movies of the X-Files in six weeks. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> I haven't watched eleven episodes or eleven seasons of Cheers in the past month. Uh, Excuse me, sorry, I coughed. Um, so yeah, so so that is, that is how I feel about uh, television shows, especially uh, movies, even too, like like because. Movies actually will come out sooner on DVD they than do, a television show. Movies are very expensive, right? Uh, but but uh, I don't have the money to go to the movies and see everything I want to see, so right, I yeah. don't want them spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very. I want to be very cautious about talking about The Walking Dead right now, okay? Because there are going to be people out there. I mean, I doubt anyone who actually listens to the show. <laughs> But I still just want to put it we out there. We are an equal opportunity podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I want to dance around this All as right. carefully as possible. All right. And if you think I'm getting too close to it, feel free to do that. All right. Because right. uh, I will say this also, the one of the, the main spurring factors beside the fact that this episode came out mm-hmm. was like uh, my boss uh, watches the show as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came in uh, one Monday morning and was like, so I was watching that Walking Dead show, and I just went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, if it wasn't going to get spoiled for me on the internet, my boss was uh, about ready funny. to do it. Yeah. From what you, you have told me about your boss, it's yeah. really funny that you could avoid it on the internet. <laughs> your boss almost puked it out, so, Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, when, when the movie Prometheus came out, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing my damnedest to make mm-hmm. sure that I didn't even hear anything about it. I didn't want to listen to reviews. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see the movie yeah. alone by myself, mm-hmm. uh, completely untouched. And like, you know, the weekend that it came out, like my boss was like, so anybody see Prometheus yet? And I ran out of the room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, did you like? We never talked about that. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, I, me too. I, I did quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I uh, just haven't been able to afford to buy yeah, it yet. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I enjoyed that movie greatly. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, an unpopular opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Vitriolic hate for that movie. Oh yeah. yeah. And for Damon Lindelof. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I'm. I mean, I think he's funny. I think he's a good writer. I don't think he ruined the franchise. Back to the whole getting butt hurt over George Lucas making bad movies things. Yeah. Right. Sorry, digression. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have a problem with him. I yeah. just, you know, I, I've only like seen maybe a handful of things that he has mm-hmm. been involved with. Uh, one of those being a Wolverine Hulk crossover that took seven years to come out. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so the, the new episode of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there, there were, there were, uh, I'll say two things that happened, okay. uh, in this episode that, that were, uh, shocking. Uh, one of them, yes, I, I knew was going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know it was going to happen that episode? I did not know it was okay. going to happen that episode. Okay. I just knew that, uh, at some point it was going to be happening. Okay. 
maybe not even this season. Really? Yeah. Okay. But but uh, yeah, the the uh, the 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 event happened in the comics, right? Uh, and it was it was later on. Like towards the end of the the entire storyline about them being in the prison. So they were in the prison in the comics as well, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so the fact that it happened in the show this early on into the prison storyline, mm-hmm. it was kind of a shocker. Um, Do you think that that means they're going to advance the entire prison storyline? I think so. I think maybe it's only going to be just this season, which. I don't know if that's good or bad or not, because uh-huh. it did last a pretty long time in the comics. Uh-huh. Like, like it was a good fifty issues of them being in the prison. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Because I think they they got. Were they the, still in the prison in issue one hundred? No. Okay. No, I haven't read that far yet. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. I am because uh, <laughs> I read the trades. Uh, okay. uh, so at the point that I'm in, in the trades, they have been out of the prison for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the corresponding event is sort of still fresh for the characters. Okay. Uh, but but they are in a the point where I have not continued yet. Uh, they they have moved on to another gotcha. uh, community. Okay. Uh, but so. I want to say that they found the prison somewhere in the the teens issues. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And yeah. Then, uh, they, I think they stayed there through like at least through the forties and fifties, huh. like issue number wise. So so they were there for a while in the comics. You saying that makes me think because of this event that we're not talking about. I've seen a lot of people online saying this is going to be the last season. They might do one more season, and I. In my mind, I'm like, you people do know that there are, like, over 100 issues of the comic now, right? Right. But... Issue 103 just came out as we record this. Yeah. yeah. So... And that... also, apparently, a really high-selling issue. Really? There, there, there's been quite a, uh, a thing on it uh, online about how that it broke the top ten uh, for really? issue 103. Yeah. Um, do you think that's because of Sunday Night? Uh, like, why would you start with well, 103 no, and not buy a trade? Uh, because obviously when, when people order comics, they have to do it two months in advance. So, so they oh, don't know yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, basically this, uh, issue one of three was the, was touted as the start of a new storyline for, you know, uh, like a, an easy jump on point for new readers. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So I think comic shops ordered more of it than usual. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, yeah. See, when, when people talk about sales numbers, I always think about what went on in stores from, Shoppers, not from what went on in stores two months earlier. Right. I always get that. Yeah. 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 yeah, There, as far as I know, there is unless it's digital, there is not really a way to gauge what people are actually buying in the comic shop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm thinking about Maverick's cash register. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not digitized. Nope. Uh, they only got internet like three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our 
comic shop mm-hmm. that I no longer shop at. Yeah. Uh, sadly. I kind of technically don't. No, I just yeah. tell Jason what I want and he brings it to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot more harsh than the situation yeah. really is. Yeah. Just going to say that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, um, so do you know what happens in issue 100? No, I do not. Uh, I've, I've managed to avoid spoilers for all that. Uh, yeah, so, so, uh, I'm, like, two trades behind, I think, from, from where they currently are, mm. and those are, like, I think, like, at least a year behind the, the monthly really? book. Really? I a think year? so. Yeah. Huh. So, so basically I'm, like, three years behind on that book. Wow. Uh. I, I do know. Okay. Don't spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay. I would not do that to you, but I will say, I was... It just got spoiled the week before, like two weekends ago. Okay. And it's my own fault because I asked Jason. He told me what he thought was going to happen. Okay. Which didn't happen. Right. Um, Jason, who also has not read that book since issue six. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he works in a comic shop. People are going to be like, yeah, And tell him. Going back to Star Wars, you've heard his uh, Star Wars story, right? The (laughs) Phantom Menace story? No, I don't know. Oh? I don't think I have. Okay. Uh, sorry to, to completely jump derail, <laughs> no. but uh, you know we, we were talking about yeah. uh, Star Wars. Relevant. Uh, Phantom Menace came out. He, he of course, he, he has worked at a comic shop since he was 14 years old. I think he's 35 now. 18 years, like yeah. yeah. Uh, so. The same comic book shop, yeah, worth yeah, noting, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, so, he... Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, he, he works during the day. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and I don't think he's, he's much of a, I don't think he was ever really much of a movie goer right. anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Phantom Menace came out and so he had to work that Friday mm-hmm. and, uh, a fan came in, mm-hmm. uh, early afternoon having seen it either at the midnight showing or the first right. showing that day. Mm-hmm. And, uh started talking about The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. and Jason said, well, you know, I haven't seen it, I'm actually going to go see it tonight. And uh, <laughs> the guy said, oh, okay, and he just keeps talking about it, and Jason's like, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it yet, right. I'm actually going to go see it tonight. He's like, yeah, man, man, oh, I can't believe they fucking cut Darth Maul in half, <laughs> like he died. Fucking like, nerds, man. Told you I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> First day that that movie opened. Yeah. Wow. wow! I think that that may actually be the the key point in time when Jason started hating his job. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. just sort of grown since. But... Let's just have an anti-cat moment here. Okay. Because nerds, I love you. You are my brethren. But sometimes you have to shut the fuck up and let other people talk, or at the very least. Listen to what they're saying instead of waiting for your turn to talk. Right. Or instead of waiting for your turn to give your opinion. Or just have a little bit of common sense. That too. That and, too. and realize that maybe not everybody is going to rush out to experience yeah. the same thing that you did. Yeah. Um, it, which also touches in on the whole I don't really want to spoil The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, we were playing a guessing game. Um, he briefly mentioned, you know, oh, 
I thought they were totally going to do this in issue 100, and they didn't. Um, but a major event did happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I guess it, will you tell me? And he was like, do you want me to? I said, yeah. So I'm shooting off all these scenarios, and he's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, all right, if I haven't guessed it, then it's not meant for me to know it. I'm done playing this game. And then he asked me what was going on in the current season. And I said, well, I really can't tell you because I think by mentioning the characters that are in this season, he hadn't finished season Season two. two, And I said, by mentioning the characters in this season, it's going to ruin season two for you. And he was like, okay. And then I said, but I will tell you about this person. And then I noticed his face shift. And I was like, is that what happened in season, or in issue 100? And he went, yeah. And I was like, I'm done watching that fucking show! (laughs) If Sunday night's episode had not been as amazing as it was, Uh I probably would not be watching the show anymore. I was so upset. Wow. Yeah. The the comic ruined the show for Uh you. Wow. Yeah. Um... So yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm that not was gonna... really vague enough, and I think people that are current on the comic are are listening right now and going, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah I, I'm not even going to begin to no, guess. No, don't. Yeah. don't. Yeah. Um. Although I guess I can kind of guess based on your reaction. Maybe, maybe but not. But I don't. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. So I'm not going to play this game. No, we don't yeah. want to play this game. All right. But, yeah, so so the event, one of the events that happens in the most recent episode mm-hmm. does happen in the comics. Okay. And so, basically, from the first episode, I was just like, I already know the fate of this person. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I knew the fate of quite a few people, actually, already. Um. Which, I kind of talked about this, actually, on the most recent episode of Gutter Trash, because as I was finishing watching the second season, mm-hmm. like, like some stuff that happens in there, like... Season two got spoiled for me. Hmm? Season two got spoiled for me. I was able to avoid that, actually. Like, mm-hmm. And the fact that I did actually only just finish watching it, mm-hmm. like, two weeks ago, you know, it was amazing that I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. But It is, yeah. at the same time, I also knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. anyway, just because I've read the books. Right. And and so that is sort of a problem that I have with the show in general mm-hmm. is that it, it tends to be too faithful. Mm-hmm. And so really? I haven't heard that from a lot of people. Uh, it it's it's weird uh, because like that show specifically is weird about that mm-hmm. because at times they are so faithful to the book mm-hmm. that. There is no surprise in it for me mm-hmm. because I've already done that. Right. Uh, which is why I'm actually I am never a person who gets upset when when like an adaptation of something is like sh- adheres strictly to a thing. No. Because yeah. Because if I've already read it, then why do I want to see mm-hmm. it happen? Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, especially like when it comes to like comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I sort of used the, the example of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the reason that I enjoyed the Avengers movie so much is because I've never read that story in a book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if they just adapted, like, some famous Avengers story, you know, like, well, yeah, yeah I've mm-hmm. seen that already. Let's, let's, let's do something new. Mm-hmm. These are rich, 
you know, historic characters that we can do anything with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as long as you are faithful to the character. Right. And not the character's Not necessarily story. their origin. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so The Walking Dead does that sometimes, mm-hmm. but then sometimes it throws a curveball. <laughs> right. And I just, I wish it was more curveball than it was faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh... Because, yeah, because, uh, you know, things happen, and I'm just like, eh. I will say this. There is a thing that happened in the second season that, like, I knew that that character was going to die anyway. I just didn't know that it was going to happen then. Okay. Uh, and so that shocked me. But then at the same time, I was like, but that's also one of, like, Frank Darabont's guys. You know, one of his is, like, always cast in anything that Frank Darabont does, who left the show after the first season. Uh Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, okay, so maybe there's sort of, like, another reason why that happened. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But but that character was going to die anyway. Okay. It was just a shock that it happened. Gotcha. Then. Uh, The first event of season two was not spoiled for me. Okay. This... The second event in the last episode were. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, again, that Are was... Are you talking about the second event? Um, it was before the last episode when, okay. when the thing that I'm talking about happened. Okay. Uh, but it was after that first event. Uh, uh, but, but even the thing that you're probably talking about, uh, like, it was also... It was going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did do it a little bit differently in the, mm-hmm. the comics than it happened in the show, but it, the, the end result is the same. Uh, and I actually did not like that in really? the show. I, I thought that it, it kind of pussed out on it a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, so then, you know, this most recent episode, uh, the, the thing that happens, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, I totally from day one knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did not realize that it was going to happen this early. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the first thing that happens in that episode uh, oh, uh-huh. shocked me more than the other thing. Really? The, the thing that I think everybody is talking about. And about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I think the, the first event of that episode is just like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when the, the big one happens, I was just like, eh. Interesting. Yeah. I was the exact opposite as, as someone who doesn't read the books. In fact, the first 45 minutes of the show, I was doing scavenger hunt stuff for that scavenger hunt I do. Right. So, you know, I'm working on, I don't even remember if I was drawing or painting or what at that point, but I was trying to do something and I'm, you know, looking up at the screen and half paying attention and there were a couple cool moments. I really like Daryl a lot. I like that he is the new Shane, but the opposite of Shane, kind of, to Rick. Um, I think he's also, I would say, the only character that has grown in the entire show. Um, Because Rick is losing it. Rick's losing it. Which also coincides with the comics. Uh, How about Carl? 
Carl... Carl's grown. Carl's grown, but... Uh, I guess he didn't really have a choice, though, huh? He doesn't have a choice. Yeah. And also the fact that between seasons, he apparently aged six years. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so when I saw him in the first episode of, of this season, I was like, Jesus Christ, that kid grew a foot right. and like became a dude. Uh, <laughs> and that kind of happens to you guys, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Like in a year? You, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so, so I think... The fact that his character has grown is sort of mostly due to that. Right. Uh, but I don't think his character had a natural progression where I think Daryl's has. Um, maybe because at we're the end of season, vague. because I think Carl's growth is natural for his current environment. It's natural for his character. Yeah. But. Uh, but I do think that between the end of season two and the beginning of season one, it is like a shift. Uh, whereas I think Daryl from the beginning of season one through now, mm-hmm. we've seen that progression. Whereas all of a sudden we're just told that Carl is now this new person. Okay. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I felt it was implied from the opening scenes of season three, episode one. Where they are, and I don't think this is giving any spoilers away, da-da-dummy, if, right. where they're in the home, and they are a well-oiled machine. Right. Like, there's there's no... Um, there's no talking. There's through. no talking, there's no confusion, confusing, right. <laughs> shit, confusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when they have to move on, it doesn't change. Right. They're, bam, 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 this is your job, your job, your job, we're clear, let's go. Right. Um... Yeah, but the, his growth was implied from that. Like, oh yeah, of he course. went from being a scared boy to I have to try and be a man now. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with Carl's character growth. Oh, it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, that is a thing though that happened between seasons. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas I think from, from episode one, right, with, with Daryl, right, we yes. have seen him slowly become uh, likable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, a part of this group, mm-hmm. whereas he was always sort of the the outcast at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so uh, also probably the only likable character in this show. I would agree with that. I like T Dog. I like T Dog as well, uh, but he is. Uh, underutilized. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Like, we get bursts of him, like, every three episodes where, like, he has a scene. And and a meaningful scene. A meaningful scene. Yeah. But, you know, like, you know, and obviously he's not a main character. Right. And he's a completely new character to right. the show. Like he, like, he never existed in the books. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, like, huh. him and, him and Daryl are, are, like, Really, Daryl? Yeah. What about Meryl? Yeah, same. They they are spe- show specific characters. Really interesting. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, there may have been a couple of uh, people who got Inconsequential, eaten. Consequential, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, like no regulars though. No regulars like Rick, Lori, Carl, Governor, uh, Governor. Uh, who, Michonne. Uh, Michonne, who I am Andrea, madly in love with, yeah. by the way. <laughs> uh, Dale, uh, Shane, okay, um, Carol and Sophia, uh-huh. 
Uh, yeah, they were all comic characters. Um, so yeah, there's only like a handful of characters that were made for the show, and okay. the only two that have survived for three seasons are Daryl and uh, uh, T-Dog, and of course Meryl, who... Surprise! Right. Yeah. Sorry, uh, kind of a spoiler there, folks, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was spoiled <laughs> for me. Like, yeah, that was spoiled for me, too. Yeah, that was spoiled a long time ago when I read that Michael Rooker wanted to come back to the show. Well, that and Entertainment Weekly was like, hey, we have cast photos of right, season yeah. three, and you're like, oh, okay. Right. Uh, the we governor, uh, I like actually better in the show than I do the comic. The governor is quietly fucked up, and that's my favorite kind of character. In the comics, he is super over the top. Really? And that is also why I like him better in the show. Mm-hmm. I like him better in the show also because he is played by the next Doctor. <laughs> what? Uh, did you ever see the, the Doctor Who special that was called The Next Doctor? Where? Oh, yeah! Yeah, it was a guy who thought he was the Doctor, but he, I he wasn't. I did not make that connection. Same dude. Fine. Uh, and uh, comic also has a, uh, comic version has a mullet and a Fu Manchu mustache, <laughs> which uh, will always uh, make him ridiculous. <laughs> Awesome. So so I like the new governor. Yeah. And uh <laughs> there are things that may possibly happen to him. Uh-huh. Uh that, I think probably deduce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the that uh also will not shock me when it happens in uh-huh. the show because it happened in the books. Mm-hmm. I hope they do something different, but at the same really? time I kind of hope they don't. <laughs> it's like that weird nerd yeah. dichotomy thing. Because yeah. as a nerd, you know, I do want it to be incredibly faithful. Right. But just as a person who wants entertainment, I want it to be new. Yeah. Uh so so there are things in store for the future of the governor that I'm I won't spoil at all. I didn't figure he would be <coughs> a terribly lasting character, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And but I, he is very impactful. Um, maybe you should answer this question silently okay. so as not to spoil it because I, this is a postulation on my part and I want to know the answer. So answer silently if you need to. Does the group um, rejoin? In the, the way that it's happening in the show is not the way it happened in the comics. Okay. So that... Uh, at this point in that story mm-hmm. uh, of them going to the prison uh-huh. and then finding about or the, the the whole governor's community, uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> they actually almost happen kind of separately, uh-huh. uh, and it never has anything to do with uh, like the group being separated from each other. Oh, okay, <clears throat> okay, cool. All yeah. right, all right. <clears throat> That's interesting. Me. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it is interesting how they have set that up. And I do actually like it a little bit better than the way it played out in the comics. Cool. So, so the show does improve in places, mm-hmm. and, and I do I do enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I realize also that it's not the best show in the world, but but it is certainly engaging uh, yeah. and entertaining. Yeah. Uh, except for when the event of this past episode happened, <laughs> and, and I saw all the reactions to it, and so then I saw what everybody was sort of you know, implying what was happening, or or at least when I saw what people were reacting to. Uh, Are we speaking of event one or event two? Event two. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I just sort of like, "Eh, all right. Like, I I know that you you had some some severe shock about it, and I've seen other people who have just kept posting about how shocking it was. Completely shocking to me. And I just... Event of, one, 
It wasn't in the moment, but not in retrospect. Right. Because of the status of that character Uh throughout Uh the show. Um, In fact, event one is where I put down the art and was like, shit, I better start paying attention to this episode. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, event two, I was like, this is really happening? Right. Like, TV shows don't do this. (laughs) They don't. Right. Uh, Breaking Bad doesn't do that. No, not really. And Breaking Bad is the bravest television show ever made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have been more shocked by stuff on Breaking Bad. Because uh, while I've you... been more morally shocked, but not <clears throat> as in someone being, I don't know, the right adjective. I've been more morally shocked by what they've done on Breaking Bad. Right. But not more... Well, I, th- I think with Breaking Bad, it's, it's... While you're, you're fairly certain that... Uh, you know, you're going to have a core cast that is going to survive episode to episode. Right. Uh, whereas this, because of the nature of the show, that's a little bit looser. Yeah. Uh, but because, and it may just entirely be because I have read the comics. Right. Uh, I just don't think that when I watch Breaking Bad, there is more of a newness to it that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. anything could happen, even mm-hmm. though I'm pretty certain that nothing will. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Whereas the comic has always sort of marketed itself as, like, anything could happen. And uh-huh. sometimes it does. Because uh, cause I will say this about the comic, that, you know, at the point where we're now, where we're in the prison, by this point, like, you know, like there has been an entire shift in a cast uh, at that point. Really? Like, like at least, you know, a, well, I guess the show has kind of done that too, where, where like a bunch of characters just died. Yeah. You know, yeah. By, by this point in the, in the comic. Uh, and it's sort of always shifting as new characters come in and out. That's yeah. interesting. There. And I think that's... Well, that's harder to do on television, though. It is, yeah. And, and I think... You don't want to have to, your viewers have to keep track of too many different people. And that has actually sort of been a problem with the comic. Uh-huh. Especially, I enjoy the arts, and I know uh, Jason would, would beat me up about it. Because he <laughs> hates the art really? in The Walking Dead. Uh, but but I will say that like a lot of characters, especially in the fact that you know they're all dirty and bearded by this point. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of them like begin to look the same. And so, and there's also, you know, as an artist, there's only so many different variations of faces you can draw mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and hairstyles and whatever right. to differentiate, especially in a black and white book. Uh, uh, Didn't even know it was black and white. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> but, uh. Kind of embarrassed about that, but didn't eh, know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, me. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah. So there's a lot of characters that come in and out that uh, mm-hmm. I had a very hard time. Like is that because like Herschel shows up in the comics, mm-hmm. and then there's like another old bearded guy, and I'm just like, well, which one is which again? Right. And like sometimes they don't mention them by name initially, or like even yeah. if they do, I can't remember which one that's supposed to be. You know? Yeah, that would drive me crazy. So yeah, in the comics, it does get a little mm-hmm. confusing here and there. Uh, and they, they do have a much larger cast in the comic than they do in the in the show. It was like we've we've 
even after like the initial encampment area when they they start moving on, uh-huh. like you know they 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 do lose quite a few characters uh-huh. and. Uh, so we're stuck with like we're not stuck, but you know right, they right. mostly mostly mm-hmm. focus on a very small yeah. core cast of characters and a couple of stragglers, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, so it's a little easier to keep track of. And mm-hmm. I think definitely you know uh, Rick is a character that is always going to be throughout the show, you know, and just because I think. And again, like unless it's happened in the comics, I don't know about. But you know, uh, you know Kirkman has always threatened that I could kill Rick at any right, point in time. Right. You know, I don't think that's ever going to happen in the show unless it's the final episode. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't think that audiences would. They would. They would if um, if the writers killed off Rick and made Michonne the the team leader, they yeah. would continue to follow because. There is not a love, a lot of love out there for Rick. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, he's also not a good person. He's not. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he's... He was. He, Do you think he was? Yeah, I think he was, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh... Mm. I don't know. I think his deterioration in the show has uh, progressed a lot further than in the comics. Really? But also... You know, just, just sheer number. There have been, you know, less episodes of the show than there have been issues right, of the comic. Right, And also, you know, while it took maybe, th- I guess it has been three years, but, you know, it took three years, you know, in the comic, you right. know, to start seeing the signs of that, and mm-hmm. uh, there's three years of the show, but there's also only, like, 16 episodes. Right, right yes. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think the person we were led to believe perished has not perished. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that person will will return. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't think this episode had the impact on me that mm-hmm. I think a lot of other people had, or that the producers wanted me to have. Really. Yeah. What about the reaction of the other characters? Um. Because that kind of. Upped it another couple notches for me. Uh. Hmm. I think the the reaction from the core cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that there's uh, you know, I thought they they reacted. You know, what any character would react uh-huh. in that situation. Um. But you know. Uh, I don't think it, yeah, it didn't really change anything for me. No, I don't think it for me. Yeah. Um, there is a thing that I would like to see happen Mm -hmm. that I think, even though, like, I'm calling it in my head, Mm -hmm. like, uh, I don't, like, if it does happen, like, I, I think even though I'm kind of predicting it and, like, that's one of the worst things that could happen is me predicting something in a show. Right. Because... The writers are supposed to be better than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I think even if they did, I would still be shocked. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. Because it's a television show? Yeah. I bet I know what you're talking about. Probably. Or thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But it should. It should happen. Yeah. If we're thinking of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome well, to the Cryptic Sexy Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that uh, in our break. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean... It, 
It, it certainly things wasn't. It can enough. become fairy tale very easily in yeah. a story like this. Yeah. And I don't want to watch fairy tale about zombies. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like yeah, I mean, in order for the show, I think to progress, you know, as an entity, you mm-hmm. know, and to be true to to what it is, uh, I think certain things do kind of need to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Yeah, I just I kind of doubt that in the situation that they've presented mm-hmm. that that will happen. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you know, like like despite my sort of meh feelings on the main events of that episode, mm-hmm. like I certainly didn't hate it or right. anything like that. Um, you know, like fuck this show. You know? <laughs> right. But at the same time, like because I haven't really even seen that yet. Like that response to it, uh huh. But but you know, I have neither actually. But the response I have seen is like, oh my god, I am so amped up for the next one, and I am just sort of like, I am at the exact same level for the next one. Yeah. Oddly enough, I'm not amped up for. The, I mean, not more so than I would be on any other Saturday morning. Right. Um, it didn't make me like it wasn't a cliffhanger. If anything, no, that no, was no. a resolution. That right, was a yeah. mid-season resolution. Yep. It's yeah. not even mid-season no. at this point. How many episodes are going to be in this season? Uh, 13? 16? 16? I don't uh, know. Okay. Because I know the first season was like 6. six. Uh, second season was 13, uh-huh. I believe. So, yeah, I don't know if they upped it yeah, for this one or I not. I don't know. I, I am of, uh, a firm believer that uh, 13. 13 episodes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, even as I'm like watching like things like Cheers on Netflix uh-huh. constantly... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, I am at a point where I'm just like, really, 22 episodes in a season? Yeah. Or, uh, like, season nine was 27 episodes. I was like, that is a lot of television. That's a lot of television. I, I uh, interviewed the producers of a new cartoon. Yeah. And I asked them how many episodes. And I thought they were going to say, like, 14. Right. And they were like, 26 episodes this season. And huh. I had to stop myself from going, <laughs> really? Well, of a cartoon? But yeah. Here's the thing with that though: is it a cartoon that is a half hour or fifteen half minutes? Because because I know like things like Adventure Time, right? Which which uh, not a fan of. <laughs> uh, like they count their because it's like a half hour show, but it Three, is two, two 15, fifteen minute episodes. Nope, this is a half an hour show with one half an hour plot per okay. episode. Right. Yeah, that is quite a bit. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, like you know. Batman the animated series had uh, 65 episodes in its first season. So <laughs> Batman said fuck you. And as someone who uh prior to watching every episode of Cheers watched every episode of GI Joe, mm. there were like 90 episodes of that across 3 years. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the more I sit here and think about it, the more it does make sense for kids shows to have more. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like, like uh, well, the thing, like, uh, Joe and I, uh, my, my, my friend Drew Grunewald and I, we, we do a podcast called The Viewmasters mm-hmm. where we review television shows. I've mentioned it once already this episode. <laughs> uh, we're currently watching Farscape. Mm-hmm. We are an episode away from the first season finale. Really? 22 episodes. Yeah. And That's standard. It's standard, and the show came out in, like, 1998, 1999, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but, like, I keep thinking, like, you know, like, if that show were made nowadays, there would probably only be 13, Mm -hmm. and it would probably be a stronger show for it, Mm. and, uh, because, yeah, I mean, it's a good show, but, you know, at 22 episodes, there are are some clunkers, 
Right. And it also kind of, like, not entirely, but it does a little bit feel like a slog to get through. Right. And then we got three more seasons to go. Yeah, I mean, I would never change Buffy, but I was trying to get Jason to watch Buffy with me, and I was we were going through the first season, and I was like, man, he is going to get really fucking bored and not want to watch this show. Right. And it, by season four and five, it's a thousand times better than it was in season one, first right. of all. The, the, there's yeah. a, a sort of a thing that I read once about television programs. So, you know, your first season, you know, of a show is still finding its legs. Yeah. And you'll have a good episode that, that hits the potential of what you want. Mm-hmm. Second episode, you're a little more confident. You can try new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, fourth, fifth seasons are usually, like, your peak. Uh-huh. And that's, like, when you're firing on all cylinders and where you have some of the best episodes of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, six episodes stumbles a little bit, or six season stumbles uh-huh. a little bit. Uh, seventh season also further stumble, but that's probably where you should end the show. Right. And then anything after that is just uh, further downhill, uh, where nobody is giving a shit anymore. And I think that perfectly describes The Office. Uh, I don't watch The Office. You shouldn't no. nowadays. I, I I tried watching it. I don't like that type of humor. I don't no. think that type of humor is stupid. It's just not the the type of thing that makes me laugh. Right. But uh, well. I laugh, right, but yeah. I don't always have a good time while doing it. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, yeah. I, I am perfectly in, uh, I'm in favor of boundaries, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to creativity. I think people and, and creators Rain and artists, yes, because yeah. uh, there's, there's a comic writer named Warren Ellis, who <laughs> I love, I think he makes excellent comics <laughs> when he has an editor. <laughs> Yeah. When there's someone who who is forceful oh, yeah. enough to rein him in and say, "Well, maybe you shouldn't do a thing," yeah, then, then he has actually put uh, puts out some of his best work. Uh, left to his own devices, he puts out some crap. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting and actually really confidence boosting for me too, because you look at a guy like Warren Ellis and you don't think about what the editor's doing until you are right reading something else and then you realize wow warren ellis needs help too yeah uh you feel good about yourself yeah uh because because even one of his best things he's ever done transmetropolitan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh there's a certain point where like his former editor left and he got a new editor and the quality kind of you know falls a little bit yeah it picks up in time for the book to end. Uh-huh. Like, in the last couple issues are really tight. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you can tell that, like, he, he had more free reign on what he was doing. Uh-huh. Rather than someone saying, well, why don't you hold back a little bit? Right. Yeah. And it's also a very over-the-top book anyway. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So, so the fact that someone was holding him back initially, you know. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine yeah. what an unrestrained transmetropolitan would have looked like? It would be insane and probably <laughs> awful. <laughs> It'd be really rapey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so The Walking Dead, where I think uh, we tapped that vein mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, you want to take another break, or do you want to end? Yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up this okay, time. Okay, right. Just the only thing I wanted to talk about was the ending of Defenders. I haven't read it yet. Not not 
the oh okay ending, just the its end okay the it's fact that it ceasing is ceasing to be printed right yeah uh, and and I don't necessarily want to talk about Hellblazer help Hellblazer Hellblazer yeah. thank you Hellbraper <laughs> but uh everyone listening should read Eric's blog about Hellblazer it's on my Tumblr page thank you everyone should read it yeah I don't want to discredit anything by trying to talk about it because you. Yeah. Yeah. It was heartfelt, man, and it was just everything that I love about fandom. Yeah. Yeah. I was. And nothing about what I hate about fandom, so. I was trying really hard because, because, uh, (laughs) a couple of times I went and I actually erased things that I wrote where I, like, threw in some negativity. Mm -hmm. I was trying really hard not to do that because, uh, the, the short version is basically, like, Hellblazer is being canceled. Uh, it is the one book that I have consistently bought mm-hmm. for like twelve years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's upsetting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a fan. But I also kind of, you know, the writing's been on the wall for a while. Mm-hmm. The book only sells like nine thousand books a copy, oh, wow. or right. you know, uh, copies an issue. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's a, a new sort of watered down version being published, and right. it could be good. I don't have an interest, mm-hmm. but someone else might. And if they do, maybe they'll go back and reread some old stuff. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I'm a lot more wordier about it. Than <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Defenders, the last issue just came out. And I feel like I'm one of the... So I buy trades of Defenders, and maybe I'm one of the people who helped contribute to it getting canceled and... I don't know. Just fucking comics, man. Yeah. Like, fucking comics. Uh, it, it was a weird book, and I, which is one thing that I right. love about it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I ever foresaw it uh, even lasting the 12 issues that it did. <laughs> um, right. Of course, you know, last issue comes out, and they are right on top of it with a new Defenders book yeah. to replace it. Yeah. Uh, which I also have very little interest in. I do, too, because I just don't understand. If you're farting out new Defenders, nobody's going to read that one either. Right. Well, I I mean, it is a completely different concept, though. Uh, I don't know. It's, I did read the concept. But... Yeah. Well, it's, it's Marvel's all-female superhero team. Uh, you know, I really, really hate to say it. Because I want to not believe it, but it's true. Nobody gives a shit. Right. Nobody gives a shit about the presence of vaginas in comic books. Nobody gives a shit. I want to give a shit. Right. I was super stoked when Captain Marvel had a vagina. Right. Super fucking stoked. I did buy it because, about one issue, because Captain Marvel is a chick now. Right. I continue to read it because it was a good book. Right. Am I going to buy new Defenders because there's five or six vaginas? The Fearless Defenders. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the new Defenders is something different. Oh, right, right, right. My Whatever. You know. I don't know. Uh, it's... Is one of them Dazzler? No. Then fuck it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know who the entire cast is on uh-huh. that book. I know it's uh, Valkyrie and Misty mm-hmm. Knight. Mm-hmm. They're both fine characters. Right. Uh, I've never really read anything by the guy who's writing it. I forget. Uh, Cullen Bunn. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I remember snickering at yeah. his name. Uh, he, yeah, I've never really read anything by him. I can't say if he's good or not. Um, the, the fact that it is merely just the concept of it's an all-female uh-huh. superhero team is not enough to get me to... It's fucking pandering. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, I, I think there are people who give a shit. Uh, not enough to keep a book going. No, though. yeah. Uh, well, I think that there's, there's people who... Who give a shit in a positive way, where they they want to see uh, right. you know, more female led books, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, agree. The, the 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 trick of the matter is to make it a good book, yeah, uh, and not just rely on the fact that look chicks, yeah, yeah. And damn it, I don't want I don't want to sound like a feminazi either, but the fact that this is being written by a man, right, does not give me high hopes. That uh, that actually shocked me too. Mm-hmm. Like like I. Uh, you know, and, I mean, there's no reason that uh, no, he not. couldn't be able to write that book, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, well, why would mm-hmm. why would you choose that? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he had the best pitch. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but, but I, like, in, because uh, a couple months ago, I think Marvel, or not Marvel, but uh, there was, like, a, a writer, Marjorie Liu. Yeah. Uh, who's yeah. yeah? Who said, "Hey, I pitched this book to Marvel and they rejected it, uh-huh. and it was like a an all female led, yeah. like almost like a spy team kind of thing." Did she do the um the NYX? I don't know. Okay, sorry. I never read that. I know she wrote the. Uh, I know she. I don't know if she currently writes it, but for a while she was writing Astonishing X Men, uh, particularly the right, the, right, right, right. Uh, issue that North Star got married in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I so think she, it was her. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so she put up you know this thing that hey, I pitched this. This was some of the mm-hmm. art that we they had for it, and that actually sounded like an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they didn't do it. But I've also never read anything by her, so I don't mm-hmm. know that I would have picked it up anyway, right. just because I don't know. Uh, but you know, it's like what what about that? You know, was not as good as. The, the Fearless Defenders pitch yeah. that did get picked up. Yeah. You know, other than, you know, hey, look, chicks. Right. Yeah. You know. uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, there's no reason that Colin Bunn, as a man, can't write a team mm-hmm. of girls in a comic. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, yeah. I feel validated hearing that coming from you, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it, it, it doesn't have enough of a hook in it to make me want to read it, nope. and I don't like any individual character in it enough to want to yeah. pick it up for that character, and I don't know the writer well enough to say that, oh, well, I should at least give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of losing on all I'll grounds. I'll probably get the first issue, but I will read it with a really, really pessimistic eye. Right. <laughs> so- Right. Bad but true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's weird, actually, that we are talking about the, the specifics of, of, you know, well, why didn't uh, a female writer write this book? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I read something about, because DC announced a couple of new books and they announced. Uh, uh, do you know, I do not keep up with DC news anymore. Right. I'm sorry, I don't. I, I, mean, uh, I don't give a shit what you people are doing anymore. 
I'm a, I'm a fan of good yeah. books, and yeah. I will I will read anything of interest to me. I don't care who publishes it. No, and that it's a fault that I'm doing that right, right, right. now. So, yeah. uh, but but they announced a couple of books, and one of the new books that they're putting out is uh, I think it was Katana. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, and I, I don't know if it was specifically that book or not, but I do think that that book is coming out, and it has a female writer mm-hmm. who was writing Green Arrow. And it's been announced that Jeff Lemire is actually going to be writing Green Arrow. Uh, huh. And so, like, this thing that I read was a snarky kind of way. You know, like, oh, so why did the chick get thrown off of the, the right. male book to go write the female book? Mm-hmm. But, you know, or as we're kind of talking about the opposite. Yeah, maybe she chose. Maybe she requested yeah, to exactly. be paid. You never know. You so. know. Yeah, yeah, and maybe Jeff Lemire had a better pitch. And, right. you know, I mean, it's just... There shouldn't be that double standard, I don't think. No, you're right. But, you know, at the same time, you know, like, it always gets brought up. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to fix it. No, we're not. But, uh, it's know, still fun to talk about. It's still fun to talk about, and then as all civilly, anyway. Right, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's just sort of, you know, uh, a good comic is a good comic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's writing it, it doesn't matter which character is in it. Well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct. And so instead of maybe bickering about, you know, female-driven comics and female-driven mm-hmm. creators, maybe we should just worry about good comics. doesn't matter who's doing them. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I do buy comics based on interesting gender choices, though. Like, I really want to read the Punisher run that was... And I, again, I think I even brought this up last time, we, and I still haven't looked up her name. But there's a Punisher run written by a woman. Mm-hmm. I really want to read the Punisher written by a woman. Right. I really do. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's, that's fine. curious and awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a hypocrite. It's... I'm kind of a hypocrite. It's... It's a little bit... Very, very little, though. I think you it... Think? I think it... it I, I can see your point of view. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that is... Because when you think the Punisher, you definitely don't think ladies. <laughs> Uh, I, do lady. I do lady things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I can see like, well, yeah, what what would a lady write yeah. about a Punisher comic? But you know, you know, uh, you, at the same time, you you also, I mean, maybe this is just me being like way over optimistic, uh-huh. but you know, you. I guess, and I don't know why I'm thinking like this, because this I've never thought like this before. <laughs> but I guess you just have to assume that if it's being published by the company, that it was the best thing that they received. And <laughs> I'm not laughing because you... I'm not laughing at your sentiment. I'm laughing because this is the very first time you've ever thought that. <laughs> but yes. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. Uh, yeah, it, you have. I don't know why I want to think that because then you have like, Rob Liefeld was doing four books for DC, right. and that can't have been the best things that they received, right. like pitches for those books. No, that was the case where Rob Liefeld just walked around the office for like six weeks, going, "I want to do that book. I 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 right. want to do that book." And finally, somebody was like, "Okay." Right. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I want that to be the sentiment behind what comics are. Right. But I also know that's not true. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Comic, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this. Comics is the last medium where I want to be pandered to. Right. Maybe I have been for the past, you know, 30 years. Right. But I never felt like it. Yeah. I think but now I feel like just because there's this whole thing going on about chicks in comics. Well, I think the problem is... Uh, I think they are doing the pandering thing mm-hmm. only because that it is so far the other way. Uh-huh. And it's specifically to comics. Uh-huh. Or where, yeah. you know, it is swung so far to pandering to males. Uh-huh. And, you know, every yeah. time it's like, hey, chicks, it's like, hey, chicks, they're naked. <laughs> You know, That's and uh, every single one of them that shows up is over and hypersexualized mm-hmm. and broken backed and giant boobs and right. You know, yeah, yeah but men are, are hypersexualized too. They you just don't talk about it because it's boys reading the book. Men don't look like that either, though. No, but and mm-hmm. what it is though is like you know. When you see a piece of art, a piece of comic book art, mm-hmm. uh, a team shot mm-hmm. uh, of, let's say, the Justice League, and yeah, and I know where you're gonna go with this, yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's Superman and Batman and Green Lantern and Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and the one showing the most skin is the woman, the one who is bending over showing cleavage and somehow also ass is Wonder Woman, whereas all the men are standing stoically, completely covered from head to toe. Maybe they even have a cape draped yeah. around them, hiding yeah. them. Counterpoint, Namor. Let's start a punk band called Namor Speedo. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh. But but again, that w- that was in jest because no more arguments. No, yeah. Just Namor. Yeah, that that is the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, that that's totally the point of view of of trying to. Trying to get women to read comics, mm-hmm. even though women do read comics, mm-hmm. and they have, and always have, and mm-hmm. some girls actually like the stuff that, you know, comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex-girlfriend loves Lady Death, mm-hmm. loves Witchblade, mm-hmm. you know. And those, oh, Witchblade is... Yeah. 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 Uh, and, you know, uh, like, and she currently, she buys Hack Slash, which is mm-hmm. all about, you know, hypersexualization. Uh, and, and hey, if that's your thing, that's fine. Right. And it's perfectly fine that there are characters out there like that. It's just that not all characters out there. Right. And I think that's where the argument lies. Yeah. And, and I'm a dude saying this. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, there is a Tumblr you should check out. Uh, it's called Escher Girls. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. It I'll be is. Checking that out. It is all about what we are just talking about right Fantastic. now. Fantastic. And okay. it is all about highlighting uh, professional, like published, you know, comic art, mm-hmm. or, or not just comics, but like you know anything, but a lot of comics mm-hmm. about women who are bent in horrible poses, uh, just so that you can get like a, a boob and butt shot, or right. just you know boobs that don't work in a natural way. Right. You know. I will check that out. Yeah. There was a Tumblr. That probably only got posts for two days. 
Um, but I'm sure it still exists, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was all because Twitter exploded the day, uh, I think it was Catwoman Zero. Was uh, it Zero? Yeah. Came out, like, all of the comic artists from everyone yeah. from Noah Van Skyver to, like, you know. I know Cameron Stewart did one yeah, for sure. Cameron yeah. Stewart is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've yeah. ever seen, ever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that it was a a perfect example of just. Yes. But the thing is, Catwoman is a hypersexualized character. Oh, yeah, yeah. always has Catwoman is sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, it like, should still be good art, though. It should and be good that art. That was not even good art. No, yeah, uh, it should be good art. It should be good stories. Yeah, that character though is like a good chunk of that character is just sex. Yes, but then Wonder Woman shouldn't be. Right. Yeah, but often is. Yeah. 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 Monica Bellucci for Wonder Woman 2015. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, I don't see that happening. I would like to see it happen. God, uh, I just don't see it. I'm going to get some 19-year-old. Yeah, it'll be awful. God. Yeah. All right. Okay. We should... Uh, we should quit while we're at Unless you want to play a game. No, we, we, promised we chatted it. too much. Yeah. This time. All right then. Maybe next time. Next next time we should start with a game. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, and uh, we'll be back next month. Go out. Okay. Bye. <laughs>